0: what is up y'all this is mike and welcome to another episode of the record high podcast today we have a very important lesson to share that you will benefit from but first there's something i want to share real quick When I was in school, I was always good in math, not great, not the greatest by any means, but good. The problem for me was that it didn't interest me like other topics or classes did, so I didn't always give it my all, even to this day. It's not my strong suit, and if you know me and you're around me, I always say, I can count money. That's it. But I usually let my calculator do the rest. This is also why I surround myself with others who I know are good at it, including my co-hosts, which you're about to hear, Nate and Taylor. Although I knew certain aspects of math were important throughout life, I didn't carry much of it with me after school. Without knowing it, we're all mathematicians every day. Every single decision we make starts out as a choice. There are multiple actions we can take, each one presenting different outcomes. We don't realize it because we don't all stop. Sit there, take a second, prepare, write down the actual real life percentages. In our head, we just think of what we think is gonna bring us closer to our goals when in reality, it's a shot in the dark. Every single super successful person, all run the numbers. Understanding correct probability extremely increases your chances of achieving the outcome that will take you closer to your goal the lessons we share with you today will help you understand why some people make it and some people don't lastly the only thing that we ask in return is that you guys if you guys like listening to the show don't forget drop us a review make sure you guys tell a friend and communicate with us reach out to us on social if you guys have any questions we like to talk that's what we like to do interact with us let us know your questions enjoy the show Yo. Welcome back, everybody. Two days or was it two days in the same week? I actually like it. Oh yeah. Well, hello. Here, Here we are, are. again. So I do t- a little catch t- up. Today's uh, July tenth, Tuesday or no? Today's Friday. Yeah. My cool. days are close. all screwed up. Close Mike. Close. But uh, not even close at all. <laughs> not, <laughs> not close. <Mike. laughs> couldn't, not couldn't close. Be any further. <laughs> uh, but I had actually had a really productive morning. We uh, woke up a little late, but still, just, still was able to go and run the mountain. So. Nice got the endorphins going. But I was actually talking to Taylor a little bit before we uh, started recording. And uh, so I live right next to a mountain. And I usually go and trail run it every morning if I can. And uh, yesterday there was a a wildfire that broke out. It was pretty cool to watch. Oh, interesting. Uh, Those are breaking out absolutely everywhere around Mm -hmm. the valley. Yep. Because it's 150 degrees here in Arizona. Mm -hmm. It's very hot. 150. It's very hot. And it's dry. And it's supposed to be monsoon season, but there's zero humidity and Moisture in the air right now, which doesn't make any sense to yeah, me. Yeah, I really want it to rain. We me like to it rains. Me too. I miss the monsoons. And last year was a uh, El Nino year, so that's why we didn't get as many storms as we should. But this year is supposed to be like the big monsoon storm season. And really, we haven't seen anything. Yeah, we're yet. not seeing any of that. Only thing we see is COVID. Oh yeah, <laughs> lots okay. of that COVID. <laughs> that's it. Well, they were also talking about uh, like how the all the like Fauci was saying like the hot areas like Phoenix would be like a dead zone for it because of how hot it got and that was proved false. Yeah, that was definitely wrong. Yeah, But we'll talk
1: about choices today. <laughs> but that was definitely what we call a wrong choice. Oh yeah, oh yeah.
2: All right, so speaking of this, right, I've always laughed at this idea. So, so outside of Arizona, Nathan moved to Michigan, we talked about that a little bit before. I grew up in Utah and uh, one thing that I never understood was how wrong weathermen were. So in Arizona, it's pretty easy to be a good weatherman. Arizona, you say it's going to be 100 degrees Mm -hmm. and there's going to be no rain and there's a probability that I'm correct. Um, But other places in Utah, where I grew up and possibly Michigan, it's amazing how unsuccessful weathermen are or women at predicting or or understanding what what the weather's going to be. And so I remember growing up just being blown away at how... Not even close they were mm-hmm. they, they would say hey no chance of rain and then four hours later it's a 90% chance of rain oh, think. Yeah. So, so, something's got to be able to figure this out right? right And so I'm not a weather forecaster I never want to be but but one thing that we do in our business is we, we talk to people and I think we do a pretty good job of being able to predict um, certain outcomes right predict the future um, the probability of someone's success based on how they talk. The things that they do, that they spend their time on, um, the thing, just just how they conduct themselves. And so we're going to sp- spend the next little bit here, guys, talking about probability um, and how that helps, how we can determine uh, the probability of someone's success. And I think we're a lot better than most weathermen from where I grew up.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. yeah well, if that if that's the uh, if that's the the uh, level that we have to be on, then we're doing pretty good. Well, I uh, w- we wanted to talk about probability today because I think. And we just we, we talk a lot about what people are asking us. Um, and we got a lot of people. I think the one of the number one questions that we have is they look around and they see all these friends, colleagues. Um, family members I don't care who it is just in your in your vicinity that you feel like you're on the same page as that's doing better than you maybe have better lives they're happier Um, and and the most common thing is that I hear is people are just applying luck to that they said it just seems like this person gets luckier than the other people they're they're always seem to get it a little bit easier if I had the same amount of luck as them my uh, my life would be the exactly the same and um, and they're just not understanding Um, what luck is when it comes to success. Luck is simply the same thing, right, the reason why you say the casino is luckier than you, that you have no luck at the casino, um, because the casino has better odds than you, if you do it long enough at the casino, the casino always wins, right? House mm-hmm. always wins. Everybody knows that phrase. And the only reason is about probability. Casino figured out probability, the design games around probability, and their goal is to keep you there, keep paying, even if you win in the short term. If the probability is on their side, they're going to win in the long term. It's exactly the same thing with your lucky friends or your lucky colleagues that seems over a period of time have done a lot better than you, has nothing to do with luck and only has everything to do with a higher probability of success. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to break it down why this is my subject. So, um, most people ask, it's like, hey, what subject in school will make me the most money? You guys know this one, but the answer is Math. 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 You don't know somebody that was super awesome at math And actually applied it to business that's not very wealthy I mean these guys unless they became teachers etc like that power to them they're gonna create the next destination next uh, generation of powerful successful people but the majority of people as soon as you apply that to business you're gonna win because these guys just understand probability 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 I understood that since I was a kid Uh, when I was at my elementary school our principal picked out 12 people from the school and he taught us a direct class so he took us out at least one class or at least one class a day took us to another another room and all we did was two years of head math so eighth grade math at that point it was so intense at sixth grade that every week we took a test and he lined us up in our seats in order of what what grade we got so at sixth grade if you were the 12th person in that class had the lowest score Everybody knew it because they put you in the back, twelfth row, and we and we rotated once a week. I mean, that's how intense it is. So that's what I thought was normal. It wasn't until I got to eighth grade or in seventh grade, excuse me, when I went in there and I walked into a ninth grade class. It was my first. It was my first day at junior high. And I had all of my books in my hand because elementary, you don't have those, you have one class. But in junior high, you went to several. I couldn't make it to my locker. I had no idea. So I went to my first period uh, with all my books in my hand, my schedule on the top. I'm late, open up the door, entire class turns to me. So there's a seventh grader in the ninth grade math. So these are ninth graders, two years older, teacher looks at me and says, son you're in the wrong class and so I looked down at all my books and I'm like I'm like is this uh algebra one or whatever the one was with this teacher he's like and then the looks changed completely mm-hmm. and then he wanted to see it he's like I yeah I guess you're in the right thing and he put me right in the middle and and that was the eye-opener experience that I realized I'm like okay all my other classes, everybody looks just like me. But in this class, they look different. And that continued. When I went to ninth grade, they didn't have my math anymore. So they bust me and, unfortunately, my super smart brother as well. That's another subject. If Aaron's listening, I'm smarter than you now. But Does he listen to this? Probably not. You don't want to be a well, he did. Yeah, he just naturally can do it without any sort of <laughs> help right there. So good for him. But the rest of us, we actually have to learn. But they would. They, my dad would drop me off at the high school with me and my brother and then they would bust us back to the junior high. So I realized really quick, okay, math, math, math. And I'm the type of person, I'm like, what makes me different? And so I said, how can I use math to be successful? How can I turn that ability? Because ask me if I was in two years ahead for English.
2: Were you ahead two years for English? The answer is no. (laughs) What about spelling?
1: No. I it, it's it's crazy because I have I have somebody with a college degree that works for me. That's a fantastic speller, awesome at grammar. She can write fantastic. And 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 we joke all the time. It's like the right answer was math because she has to she has to work for me and fix my grammar, which can be difficult cuz you're like, "Well, why don't these bands out?" It's because the mathematicians realized they designed a special thing of probability around their subject and if you apply probability to your life you can increase even just by a couple percentage the decisions that you make and over time will give you a significantly larger difference everybody that takes advantage of you for long enough is just playing the probability game so luck you have to redefine that as just a better probability than you So the most difficult thing with probability, this is the most difficult thing that people have and that they're gonna accept on this podcast. They're listening and they're like, okay, all right, what is that? One thing is that you understand that you can make a decision every day. So you understand that there are thousands of decisions that you have to make. When you get up in the morning, Decision, 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 decision. You do the same thing every day, most of the time. Same day, same thing in the weekdays, weekends, church time, family time. You know what? Dating time, friends time, work. I mean, you make the exactly decision every day. So, but you, so you don't realize this, but you're making thousands of decisions. The one thing that you're not taking into account that every single one, Of those decisions have a differential in choices and that the choice that you make for that decision will either increase or lower your probability of success for your overall um, outcome and let's just say business wise relationship wise the same thing religiously wise but we're gonna focus on business so everybody thinks that no matter what choice I make it's not going to be. It's not going to make a difference. Have you ever, have you ever heard somebody that's, you know, not feeling good or feeling overwhelmed or lost? What do they say? What's the most common thing? There's no hope. There's nothing I can do to change how I feel. Yep. Nothing I can do. Doesn't matter what happens. I've tried, Nathan. The, the, my choices and my or my decisions and the choices that I make in that decision will not change the overall outcome, Nathan. What I'm missing is some sort of a special. Like sauce, I uh, it, it I, I don't have the the ability to make a good decision. Like decisions I make don't mean anything. Like the guys that are rich, I don't think you understand. They picked between awesome and good. I have to pick between better and worse. Like it doesn't matter, right? It doesn't matter what I pick. It's not going to make a difference. And that's where you're wrong. If you ever mutter the phrase that my. Choices that I make every single time decision and it doesn't matter. I don't have a right answer to that I don't have a better option when you're making that choice. You have fallen back over a thousand years This was decided and accepted over a thousand years ago. This is literally a choice that that came out where there was a there was a argument a thousand years ago where everybody got together and the mathematicians say hey listen we've got to define decision making more differently and like we don't have to tell people Taylor right now you know you always have choices that you can make right of course Mike every day until you're like ultimately depressed and have that and you're feeling bad then you mutter that but I think you realize that you have at least some decisions that you can make. It's not defining that, it's going further. That when you have the decision to do something, that there are different choices with that decision. Let me give you an example. You got up today and you decided when you were gonna get up today. You set an alarm clock. Let's say you set it at six o'clock. Was there a difference between 5.45, six o'clock, 6.15, or 6.30? What's the difference between waking up at 5:45 and 6:30? Let's re- let's even split that on its on its tail. It's it's just you, now you're working and you're gonna decide when you go home. You're supposed to go home at five. What's the difference if you went home one hour early? What's the difference if you went home on time? And what's the difference between if you went home an hour after? Let me tell you what happens. People say it doesn't matter if I stay later at my work because. I don't
0: get paid anymore.
1: I don't get paid anymore. What else do they say?
0: Got other more important things to do.
1: I got other things my boss won't recognize. There's literally no reason why I should stay an hour later. And and that is socially acceptable right now, but 100% wrong. Mm-hmm. There is definitely a difference between going home on time And going home an hour later and not be expected to be paid more your boss will see that you stayed an hour later you will accomplish more you will have less problems the next day that you have to deal with maybe you were gonna maybe right at maybe right at the time you're gonna get off maybe there are gonna be a few things you're gonna defer to the next day you'll be able to start your day better the next day less worried less preoccupied in a better frame of mind with your boss there is definitely a difference also there's a difference between going home an hour early right you work hard right you might say well they're not gonna fire me if I go home an hour early and right and they might not even know maybe you have a boss that doesn't know when you go home there is definitely a difference you will know you went home you will start a pattern that I promise will continue you'll have more things that you need to do the day before and that's just one decision but the choices that you make, they are different, and they have different consequences. The axiom theory is very specific. You have a choice with every decision, and those choices are different.
2: Absolutely, and, and, and so I want to touch base on that a little bit with this idea of waking up in the morning, right? If you set your alarm clock at 5:45 and think, oh, there's not a difference between six o'clock and 6.15. And even more, this idea that, hey, there's not a difference between getting up on the first time your alarm goes off or hitting the snooze, it it couldn't be any more wrong. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, there's a huge difference between waking up the first time your alarm goes off and setting the snooze even one time or four times in the morning. And that's gonna manifest itself over and over and over again throughout your day and what you're doing. And so I always think this, as you were talking, Nathan, it kind of reminded me of, of a story um, an experience that I had when I was younger, right? So I worked in a fast food place for about four months and I was promoted very quickly. And I, I trace it back to the decision that I made when it came to putting pickles on a hamburger. So mm. every single hamburger that I made, well, I, let me back up a little bit. I don't enjoy eating hamburgers. I love pickles on my hamburger, but I don't enjoy eating a hamburger with four pickles in one spot and zero pickles everywhere else. Mm-hmm. And so as a as a fast food worker, I made the decision, I realized I had a choice how I was going to place those pickles on the hamburger, right? This is such a stupid little thing, but I think it illustrates how small and how important these decisions are that we make. And so every single hamburger that I made, I made the choice to put one pickle here, space it out, put another pickle here and another pickle there. Um, and so that, that mindset, that understanding that I do have a choice over the results, over the, the the success that I have, it wasn't lucky that I got promoted immediately, that my boss loved me. It was because of these little choices that I had every single day, every single hamburger, every single pickle to put it where it needed to go, to, to, to take ownership of it, to care about it. And, and that obviously expanded into everything else I did, right? Yeah. whether I was going to stay later, whether, whether I was going to go the extra mile and actually, you know, mop the floor or change the paper towels or whatever it was, all these little tiny decisions that we make um, increase the probability that we're going to be successful. And so I look back at my life and I say, hey, right then, those were some, some perfect decisions that I was making that were projecting how I was going to be in my 30s, right? As you continue to make those kinds of decisions, you can project and, and, and see the probability of a person's success long-term down the road just by simple decisions that they're making whether it's putting pickles on a hamburger or whether they're waking up the first time the alarm goes off or whether they hit snooze over and over again yeah well it's it's so crazy
1: there so this is important so the way that this ties into probability is the in the reason why these mathematicians petitions can just they can just do this naturally is because every decision they make they go what gives me the best probability of success that's how their mind works they go in there, they can do calculations, not just mathematically, but they can understand a good decision and a bad decision and they, their mind just automatically makes them make that decision, right? So they go there and they start to realize, what gives me the best problem of success? Um, that's why, you know, a lot of them go to school or maybe they go into a business that that has the highest amount of return and, and they go into the different things that we're seeing that are changing the world, such as coding and apps and and, and the medicine and different things like that, because they, they can just make those decisions very quickly they they can make the overall right decision each time and over a period of five to ten years their lives are a hundred percent different than yours by the thousands of little decisions that they make right and so i mean what curse that i have i mean here's what here's what people say about me right so you're hearing me on the Let's keep it uh, G-rated. I know G-rated. people say a lot of things about you. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. make, sure, make sure it's clean. Keep this G-rated. They only say nice things about me. What are you talking about? What, <laughs> what, 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 you seen a different movie than me, man? Because oh, my oh, perspective, oh, I, everybody I, just says nice <laughs> things to I, me. I have seen a different right? movie. Right, do I need to leave here? Right? And so, no, no, the, the idea is, is if people can say I'm eccentric, right, when they talk to me, I just I just kind of unload a lot of the times, right? Because what happens is is people come up to me and they say something. Like, hey, Nathan, I'm about to do this. And you can't tell me that. You can't say that unless you have a reason why you're doing that and what the end game is. And so, they say, Nathan, I'm about to do this. I'm like, why are you doing that? He's like, because I wanna do this. Do you wanna make money in your life? You wanna be the richest person you know by 30? They say yes, and I've said, okay, well, your probability of success is zero. On that path. Based on the path. Yeah, based on that path, and they say, what? And they get super confused, and they're like, what are you talking about, Nate? I'm going to do this and this. This is special. You know, I have a full ride to this this, uh, school, and I'm like, okay, well, what are you going to do when you're done with school? Well, I'm going to do this. I'm like, okay. Uh, Who's the richest person you know that does that? Mm -hmm. Well,
2: they tell me there's rich people.
1: Are they the richest person you know? They tell me there's rich people. That are attorneys. No, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah, and I was exactly right, right? I'm like, who who do you know that? Now, tell me who the actual richest person you know. And then they say somebody completely opposite than what they're doing. I'm, okay, which mm-hmm. one do you want? You're gonna be the richest person or you're not, right? Mm-hmm. So don't tell me you're doing it for money and for power because that's the exact opposite of what's gonna actually happen. And so what happens is, and I have to tell people this all the time, um, we have a little guest here. You just dropping drop something oh there we go oh, um, and so so what, what happens all the time and this is the only way I can explain it this is the only way to explain it. and I explain this in front of my team I'm like let, let me tell you what it's like to be me right and maybe there's other people that have this same disease you know what probability disease being able to do calculations and understand low probability very quickly but everybody's seen Sixth Sense you know, I've seen it it's been a long time but yeah. I, I know
2: the famous quote is I see dead people
1: yes I see dead people and that, and that, and everybody, you know what, like he was having a problem, right? Everybody thought he was having panic attacks, he was eccentric, he didn't know how to tell people. And, and, and so I've realized what my sixth sense is. What's your sixth sense? I see low probability. <laughs> <laughs> I do, I, I can see it, just, I can see it, and I'm like the only one that can see it. It's like you're wearing a, like a, a gauge. And it's, it's one of those like temperature things and depending on how full it is and depending on how good probability you have in the lower and and it's like I'm the only one that can see it. I, I can I can be sitting in a room, watch somebody walk past the doorway and I can see if they have low probability of success almost immediately, it, it's a curse now. I mean, try me. I mean, try it, come, come and see me and then just open your mouth one time and be careful with that one time. You might not even have to open up your mouth. You might just drive up, and I will determine your probability of success. You know, I hear all the time people are like, oh, well, he's just humble. He's not humble. I That, hate, that I, person's I hate not that humble. Word. Trust me, if they had the money, that would not be what they're driving. They're not humble. What happened is, what humble is, get, get rich, then give it all away. Why don't you give it to me, and we'll become humble. You can become <laughs> humble. Give me all your money, then you're humble. If you didn't buy it, then give it away, and then choose to drive it, you're not humble. You're poor.
2: It's very mm-hmm. true. You're poor. Very
1: true. I, I hate to be that. so I have a probability with I mean, it'll be like a dead person walking. And just like, what would happen if you saw a dead person walk past the door? What would you do? Tell people. I start freaking out. I start telling everybody, hey, <laughs> hey, Nate, Mike, <laughs> did you see that? <laughs> yeah. That was a dead person. I'm exactly the same way. I won't be able to help it. I watched Low Probability Walk around, and I had to say, hey, did you see that? And they're like, what are you saying? And I'm like. That person is destined for failure. He's like three decisions away from having a low probability of success. Like Mm -hmm. he is literally showing it. I just see that all the time. So it makes me eccentric. I'm like, what would you do? Like if you saw a low probability, you can do the calculations, you know the theory by now. And I promise you every single rich guy you know in his 30s, I mean rich, like rich, not has a job, right? So I think we're past that. I mean rich. Like, these guys are, dry, these guys are driving paid-off sports cars, right? Not the ones when their business crashes that are going to get repoed. You guys have heard that. <laughs> I mean, show me the fucking title, guys, mm-hmm. right? And they're driving a car you're never going to drive, and it's fucking paid off, right? Go talk to that guy, and I promise you he's not going to give you the humble talk. Yeah. He's going to take a look at one thing he's driving and says, You know what? If I was you, I'd probably sell. <laughs> my, my butt hasn't touched cloth in 10 years. And that was an accident in a rental car, right? I mean, I mean, seriously, that's what it is. And so all we're trying to do is teach you how to get there. If you want to be humble, you say, hey, well, Nathan, what if I don't want all that money? No problem. What's the rules? When you get it. When you get it. Give it to me. Give it to me. If you still feel that way. Let's see if you want to be humble when you've got it. Uh, you know how many people have done it so far? Is that Baby Yoda? That's probably... Yeah, that's a sweet shirt. Dude, that's an amazing shirt. I'm jealous. It's Baby Yoda, super strong, that says way. This This is is the way. way. You've seen The Mandalorian, haven't you? I have. I'm (laughs) re-watching it already. That's the coolest shirt ever. So remember, remember, if they're not driving it and they haven't got it and gave it all away, are they humble? Definitely not. What are they?
2: Poor.
1: Poor. So don't listen to them. Thinking that they're humble. Don't listen to them. Listen to the rich guy, get it all, and I promise you, you can get back to where you are, no problem. Mm -hmm. I will help you take all of your assets and then get you back there. But I, I think, and this is the, this is the same thing where Taylor explained this to me the other day. I think there's a big misconception on reacting and not reacting, being proactive. And that's confusing to a lot of people as well. It's like, well, Nathan, I just have bad, I, I mean, there's no choices. Okay, I know, but it's like, it's bad or worse, right? It's bad or worse, that's what I meant. Like. You're talking about making the good decision.
0: I'm just reacting all the time. It, well, it's, it's probability, but it's also compounding, like you were saying. I mean, you, you make the decision one time to stay, you know, an hour later at work. It, that then becomes a habit, you know, which you do over a year. And then, you know, think about how much that hour has compounded over that year. You make all those right decisions. Even, and it becomes easier, like, when no one's looking. And you do it when no one's looking. It becomes easier to do it over and over again. Absolutely. So you, you can look at yourself. If you leave 10 minutes
2: early or... You get off at five o'clock and as soon as it hits five o'clock, you're taken off from work. Probability of success? Low. Zero. Very low, right? And uh, so so, so absolutely, there's decisions, there's things that you can do to increase that probability that you're going to be successful. One thing that I think is important when it comes to probability is understanding um, this idea of variable change, so taking into consideration once you've made a decision the next decision you make will be influenced by that and you can increase the likelihood of probability. So I'm gonna get a little nerdy here for a second, but I want you to think of, of, of poker. If you've ever watched poker on TV, who's watched poker? I've watched who's poker. You've seen it on poker, poker on TV. Um, I'm specifically, let's talk about Texas Hold'em, right? So everyone gets, it's two cards at first, right? I'm trying to remember, it's been Yeah, it's two, it's two cards. Pretty sure. It's always two cards. <laughs> okay, it's two cards and what they do is when, when all the people have the two cards you sh- they show it on the TV and right there it gives them a percentage um, probability of winning the hand so every next to every two cards right every poker player it gives them a probability and then it goes to the other person probability and then they flip over those first three cards and then that probability next to each person hand what is what happens
0: It changes it changes it changes
2: every single time and then they flip over another card so now there's four there I think one's the river and one's something on the, camera, the flop the the flops the first three and then the, mm-hmm. this, the fourth is something but then it changes again and it changes the probability of success winning that hand based on that new change and then they flip over the last card and then the probability um, is ended right because the hands over so I want you to think of that I'm gonna talk about how that actually works because if you don't account for those changes the likelihood of success is going to be lower and so take for instance if you've got three choices we've got three doors I say hey Nathan hey Mike um, there's a sports car a paid off sports car we talked about that sweet
0: a, it's a important. paid off
2: sports car behind one of these doors one two or three which door are you picking I'll pick one door number one yes I'm gonna go up to you and I'm gonna say hey Nathan nice job you pick door number one I'm not gonna tell you if it's behind door number one yet but at that point when you were making that decision what was the percentage what was the probability that the car was behind door number one
1: 33.33
2: 33.33 what about behind door number two
1: 33.33
2: and what about behind door number three the same same the exact same so at that point the probability that you're right is one-third right that doesn't change so my next question I'm gonna come to you Nathan and say hey um, I'm not gonna tell you if it was behind door number one yet, but it was not behind door number three. So I'm gonna open up door number three and we say yes, it's not behind door number three. So I'm gonna come to you again. Do you like door number one or do you want to change to door number two? I know what I'm supposed to do. Okay, and what are you supposed to do? I know what I'm- At this point, what do most people think? Okay, I've got door number one and door number two, what is the probability between those doors? 50%. 50%. Absolutely, they're thinking, well, it's two choices, 50% here, 50% there. Why is that not correct? I'm gonna explain to you, but it is 100% not correct. And most people will stay with their same answer. So why why they shouldn't is this idea of variable change. Because door number one has a 33% chance of being right when we first started. Doors two and three combined had a 66% chance of being right. Then I told you door number three was not correct. So that 66% stays with door number two. And so just like Nathan said, hey, I know what I'm supposed to do. You're supposed to change your answer because at that point, after you there's been a change, you know that door number three is not the right answer. Now you're picking between door number one and door number two. It is not a 50-50 chance. At that point, it is 33% chance it's door number one and 66% chance it's door number two every single time, and that's the math, that's the probability, Mm -hmm. and so in that instance, if you understand probability, you're you're switching, because you've got a much better chance, and that goes for 100 different choices, right? If there's 100 doors, and you pick door number one, and we go all the way through, and it's down to door number one that you stuck with, and door 52, the probability is actually 99% that it's door number two, and 1% that is door number one. So are you gonna switch at that point? Yes. Absolutely. Yes. So that's the idea that you need to take into consideration changes in, in variables. Um, just like in poker, just like in this game show, once you understand something, you do need to make a change um, in your answer, change the way you're doing things. People don't do that because they're paranoid, they're scared, they say, I can't change from door number one because I, I think it's a 50% chance, but mm-hmm. it's actually not true. Um, those people are uneducated about probability. So it's the exact same thing when it comes to professional lives, um, you need to take and
0: account for variable change. So oh, I, oh sorry about that, oh Mike. No, you're, you're good. So, so basically, um, you know, kind of what you're saying is when, when you're making decisions throughout the day or with, you know, in work or personal, whatever, and you make a decision, and you know, you just so happen to think it's the right one, but you're about to take another, you know, a, make another decision. It's you have a um, the probability of success is always greater when you step back and reanalyze the decision you're about to make. Absolutely. Accounting let me, for the let change. me
2: give you a world, uh, a real world example in my life. So we've talked about this. I'm an attorney. I went to law school. I I did the probability calculation where I was at, and I said, hey, I think there's a higher probability that I'm going to be rich if I go to school and then go to law school, right? Is there anybody out there that's done that? Do you think people do that? Yeah. say, hey, I think there's a higher probability if I go to school. Right. They go to school, they spend all this money, they get a degree, and then what do they find? Was the probability any higher? No. (laughs) Unfortunately not. So if you're in school and thinking that the fact that you go to school is gonna increase your probability of success, we're here to tell you, sorry,
0: it does not
1: it's likely to in comparison if you're comparing yourself to a normal everyday person and you want a normal life so when someone meets you, you say that's probably the most normal guy i've ever seen he's got a, a normal amount of debt on his home he's got a normal house a normal car normal family he's a normal life he worries about the same things and this guy is 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 going to have a normal same life um then then yes that that gives you a higher probability of success to have that If you're comparing it to the rich person you know, not only will that lower your probability, or not only will you not have the same result, not only will that not help you, but in actuality, every single year you go into that education and not take into account every single year of what you know and know you're not going in the right direction and not take into account that you're getting older, you have this, different opportunities, taking into account the variable change. In actuality, the people that get the education are more likely to work for the guys that in, in in high school and that couldn't go to college and had to account for variable change, had to go on and start a business or do something like that. You're more likely to go work for that person because he spent the last five to 10 years while you were in school um, just doing exactly the same thing, adjusting consistently because he had to mm-hmm. like he had to. And I'm not kidding you. It is so Stupidly accurate. It makes me sick. The only thing that I could do, I mean the only thing I could do to help myself was to literally drop out my my post-secondary education, say what what say this matters nothing, right? I'm like, what would I do if I don't have to have an education? And and literally remove everything you've done so far and, and include all options in every single time. All of those things that they tell you to do. Is actually not required or even a lot of the times helpful in doing what you need to do to be the rich person Mm. I'm talking about paid off house paid off sports cars Uh, you know what not having the same problems every day is an option to get even richer and and, in in the end um, the people that end up taking the safe route are every single year they have a lower probability of success as they get closer to the already decided option there, there is no percentage change. In actuality, they're 100% to get exactly what school said they were gonna do afterwards In the average
2: median income for that person. Mm-hmm. And, and so I'm gonna brag about myself in this idea of variable change, and I'm gonna explain why. So, like I said, I went to law school because I thought probability of success, probability of being rich, go Higher to law chance. school, go get a post-secondary education, go get a, a graduate degree, which I did, and then I started working for somebody that didn't graduate from high school. The richest person I knew, who happened to be younger than me, Mm -hmm. didn't go to high school, Mm -hmm. he didn't go to college, and he didn't go to law school. So then I started making choices, different choices, and I I said, I can account for this, um, and I'm gonna make a different choice. And so I'm actually uh, about to retire from being an attorney. Uh, I hired an attorney recently. Um, I'm stepping out because I'm I'm taking into account the other choices and the probability of success and realizing that what I want, the probability probability of success, is very low as an attorney. Mm -hmm. And so I need to step away from that, make a different decision and and focus on on something else that has a higher probability of success. And so I know it's scary. It's difficult for everybody out there. You think, oh my gosh, I went to uh, this university. I put all this time in. I can't not go to this job, this career. But I'm telling you, if you don't, if you don't take into account the the change, the variable change uh, at that point, you're going to be very normal, mm-hmm. very average. Well, it's only scary because they can't do the math.
0: Mm-hmm. That's it's
2: true.
1: exactly That's the true. same thing when you put a hard math equation in front of somebody that doesn't know math. It's very scary. Say, if you have to pass this test and be successful, but you have to be able to do this. They don't understand it. So because they don't understand it, they just don't do it. They're like, okay, I can't do math. What's the other subject? Okay, just go to school. They, they don't understand the probability. As soon as they understand the probability, as soon as they understand... The, the difference that it's gonna make and they can see that um, it's unbelievable that it gets it goes from being scared to to leave to you're scared if you stay like yeah. every single day you realize holy crap like I'm I'm getting farther and farther away from what my actual dream is my dream isn't to do what I'm what I'm guaranteed to have to do my dream is to be successful my dream is not to worry about money my dream is to have a beach house and and my dream is to be able to take my family on vacations and provide for them and for them to be proud of me. It has nothing to do with your job. You just had no idea how to do probability. So you went with the one that has zero, um, zero changes, right, where you have the problem. And they even tell you that the crazy thing is there's so many people that do this that they'll come out and say, okay, if you go to school and you become this, this is the medium income. I mean they'll tell you every stage of your life you know who they don't talk about you know they don't talk about in school and that because they don't understand them because they don't know how to you're the the math teacher unfortunately he might know how to do it but he doesn't know how to apply it or didn't want to apply it so he's probably not going to teach it because he doesn't think it's important but you don't have the math teacher that understands probability right and went off to have successful businesses to become a millionaire and then just become a teacher you probably don't have that person mm-hmm. so they're not going to teach you actual probability they're gonna teach you hey do what's already known because these guys that end up not finishing high school or are ha- or not going to college they're the ones that go out and they don't want that to be a cool thing they don't want hey get off of the normal path they want you to stay on the normal path have a stigma that hey, if you don't go do this you're not going to have exactly what we think you should have they don't want those people because they don't understand it mm-hmm. don't listen to them go find the richest person you know the happiest person you know, walk up to him and say, how do you make your choices? And what's the right choices to start making? And they will tell you. They don't do it reactively, they do it proactively. And proactively is all about variable change. Every single day, every single situation, what has changed? What has changed in my life? What have I learned? If you listen to a podcast and you're like, okay, You like some of the things that you're doing right now and then maybe there's something that I said hey make sure you don't do this make sure you're at least doing this and then you're like oh sweet I'm closer than I thought I'm like I'm at least one of the two right doors right so I know I'm not the third wrong door okay well you've listened to this podcast what are you going to do different if you if you end this podcast if you end this podcast and you don't do anything different you did not account for variable change. Mm-hmm. You have learned something very important. So if you stay in school, like if you're in school right now, congratulations. Your future boss is preparing for you. And it's going to confuse you. But just get used to it. So let me tell you a guarantee. It's probably going to be less educated. Right? It's, unless you become like an attorney or a doctor. I'm talking about like, like the ultra rich... Thirty-year-olds, thirty-five-year-olds that that have more than you would have ever imagined in your career. Those are the ones that I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to need you to do the things that they don't want to do. That they literally can pay somebody a hundredth of what they make to do it for them. You have to account for this variable change. But I think I think the toughest thing, Mike, the toughest thing that I see is people are like, "Oh, I'm motivated. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna quit school or." I'm going to stop doing what I've always done and go on the thing and how how long is it going to take me until I start to see results Mm -hmm. right I'm like like what do I do after that like what 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 do these
0: guys do now that make them successful well there's actually um I mean there's actually this, this is a fact this isn't an opinion here and um you know somebody actually took the time to do some research um about how long it actually takes and people get you know people get derailed all the time you know they say oh I've put you know I've been doing this for a couple of years or whatever. They think they've mastered the craft. Everyone thinks that they're an expert, but there's actually somebody out there who said I'm going to be an expert of the experts. And he went to all the super rich and famous people, and did did a study and you know actually saw how how long and um, how, what they did, how many hours they put in to achieve their goal and 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 how long it took them to get to that point. And it actually says that it's based on a 10,000 hour rule. So you know. It, anyone, anyone who's an expert at what they do, they mastered their craft, took them 10,000 hours of, of doing that to, to master it.
1: No, absolutely. And and this is what kills the people. This is what kills the people that have already started. This is, this is what demoralizes them. So people will be like two or three years or even go through an entire post-secondary graduate program, have tons of money that they had to pay for it. And then we're said, uh, yeah, that was the wrong choice. You know what, you know like seven years ago when you met somebody that was really rich and they were doing something, you remember how you didn't get off of it? Or remember like four years ago? Well, I I put so many hours, I can't walk away. And I mean, that's true. You're going to be an expert in your field and better find out what the best case scenario is, right? And it's always going to be worse if you didn't account for variable change. And so that's what stops people is it it takes 10,000 hours. Mm -hmm. So you need to do 10,000 hours Of good decision-making not for one reason so not like go to law school or go to college and go to law school to be an attorney that that's not what we're talking about I mean 10,000 times where when you make a decision you're like what's different today because that's the first thing Mm -hmm. that I do whenever I want to change somebody's life I walk up to them and I just ask them a couple questions I say what do you want to do how much do you want to make and then they tell me those things I take into account everything that they've done wrong and everything that they've done right and then I tell them all right based off what you told me you have a zero probability of success based on your app. so we have to change everything or maybe we have to change 10 percent 20 percent but I'll do a new recalculation of all the variables they haven't taken into account they haven't taken into account. They haven't done it one time because all they can think about, I'm just going to wake up, and do the same thing over and over again. Mm-hmm. So you have to do 10,000 hours of accounting for new decision making, right?
0: Say, hey, what's new in my life? I need to do it, and that's what you need to get good at. And it's not, and it's not just throwing hours at it either. It actually has to be. Um, yeah, I had a coach who used to tell us, it's not practice, practice, practice. It's perfect practice, perfect practice, yeah. because you have to be deliberate. You have to, you know, have full intent. Did a whole podcast. Uh, a couple months ago about intent you have to because you can't just be doing the same thing if you're doing the same thing wrong over and over you're not going to get anywhere so it has to be ten thousand hours of deliberate practice yeah and I would just I you just got to get good and what
1: you're doing is you're you're re um, training your mind I'm not reactive I'm proactive so every decision I make is not just to put out fires right? What have I learned? What would be the better decision? What have I learned? What is the better decision? If you meet somebody that's there and that could change your life, that's kind of important, mm-hmm. right? You miss that. I mean, you gotta get good at surrounding yourself by the right people, making the right decision. Then once you get on that path and you start to learn the right decision making that made these younger guys ultra rich, because I mean, we're not talking, I can't tell you how often I say, who's the richest person you know? And they tell me about their great grandpa. I'm like, don't tell me about him. I'm gonna be dead before we get there right I'm like I'm like I'm gonna kill me now right if I'm 80 and that's when I get my wealth right I want the you guys see that guy on Instagram right flying from the private jets right I'm like you know surrounded by everybody he wants to be surrounded by I'm like let's talk about him mm-hmm. I'm like don't tell me about your grandpa so I have to redefine it tell me about the person that's rich that's about your age or a little older what have they done? What's the what's the day that you want to be rich? When do you want to actually start to be able to do what you want?
0: Mm-hmm. Right?
1: Let's pick a thirty-year-old. Let's pick a thirty-five-year-old. Right? There's nothing more depressing than meeting a rich person that's younger than you, oh, yeah. that has more money than you. Oh. And went to less school than you. <laughs> oh, that's hard. That's a, a hard one. If you want a life changer,
0: that that you'll feel you'll you'll recognize all bad decisions immediately. Well, it's about yeah. identifying it too, being able to identify that person, and and instead of like shying away or you know, thinking that you can do better on your own. It's like, why, if you're not there, why would you not put yourself under their wing and let, you know, learn from them and let them take you in order to be able to make those decisions? Oh, absolutely. You know, like when I was at the flooring store and I noticed, you know, like Bert, I saw Burton coming in every day, he was always happy, successful, whatever. And then, you know, me and all you guys seeing that that was successful and that was where I wanted to be. So that's where I put myself, you know, so that's, you know, that's huge. Just being able to, why would you not, why would you not do that i don't understand why people wouldn't do that if you see somebody they just call them lucky why would you not put yourself with that person and learn from them that that's what we're trying to do we're
1: trying to tell you that they're out there all over the place and just like we have this virus going around this COVID 19 that's a negative thing right is impacting that you know we had a little podcast last time about how do you know what succeed in that sort of situation this is the exact opposite there are literally gold mines walking around and these guys it's, I promise you, they're they're not pulling up in these crappy cars. Mm-hmm. They bought a really nice car, and they bought it for two reasons. Number one, they could. It's Number two, they they want they want you to see the car, right? Because they want you to understand they've made a better decision for you. Judge them all you want. So I promise you, if you ask that, m- he's going to he's going to spit out. Is, I, he's not even trying to keep it a secret. It's not like he walked up to you, Hey, dude, how do you get all this money? Well, I can't tell you, man, because I want all of it to myself. He will literally tell you the, his entire oh, yeah. steps one by one. And if, and if you ask him, I bet you he would invite you over to his mansion and tutor you for free just because he likes to share what he found because it's awesome. And
2: he's confused why nobody else wants it, right? Mm-hmm. Is the first thing he's going to say is... I went to college.
0: <laughs> no, That's never gone. happened one time. I've
1: never, I've, found I've never met somebody that house. I want... I mean, never in my entire life. And you know what? I can't believe... I It just blows my mind how this is not like a normal thing. I'm like, what? I mean, these guys... I mean, I, I know doctors. You know one of the most... Mis- the two most miserable... I mean... On the outside, it looks fantastic, but I got to meet these people when I was a private client financial advisor at JP Morgan. Not sure if I told people that's what I used to do. Again, math, who would have been surprised I ended up there. That's until I realized how to actually make money. And you know, the I would meet these doctors and attorneys. And you know the one thing that they all had in common? I mean- Miserable,
0: they're all miserable. They
1: all wanted one thing. What did they want, Taylor? To get out? They wanted to do something different than a doctor and attorney. You know what happens if you become a doctor? Do you know how often you get paid to be a doctor? You know when you get paid?
2: Only when you're sitting there. When
1: you show up. Mm -hmm. What about attorneys? Only when you bill time. You got to show up. I mean, these guys looked exhausted. Man, if I had to show up every day for a real job, oh my gosh. Like, you guys think you want to be doctors? You know what those doctors have to do? Have 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 you guys ever been to a physical where you have a... I would say the balls I would well I wish that's where it stopped (laughs) I it wasn't for about six years into my normal physical that I realized that mine was just a little bit more proactive than others and one day I asked him why he had to be more proactive with me yeah a little check (laughs) and I asked him why he had to be more proactive with me than my friend who I just talked to a couple weeks ago that said his physical was less proactive and you know what my doctor said to me he says you have to be more proactive with 10,000 people so you can recognize the couple that might have a problem, and let me just say that problem area was a very sensitive private area. But I thought it was normal because this guy did all my physicals, right? He was like that, but he was the more proactive guy, right? So he used ten thousand healthy people to make sure he was the expert for the couple that might need him. Mm-hmm. We were, we were, we were unwitting participants. You know what? As, as you could probably imagine as soon as I realized that portion was optional I went ahead and snubbed that out but uh, I, have, I have some vulnerable experiences in there as well that I won't talk about but uh, guys they don't want to be
2: doctors have you ever done have you ever had to be do the doctor stuff no, I, no. absolutely I, I was gonna share this I, I was talking with a doctor the other day and, and telling him what I do right I used to be an attorney but now I run businesses I'm an entrepreneur I, I develop people and I, I Get rich doing that, right? Training people and helping people grow. And this doctor was talking about how all he could think about was doing a side job. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, like a side hustle. And I said... That's what they do. I said, what? Try I'm not kidding out. you. You're, you're like 12 out. years deep, man. And, and I don't even know that he'd been working that long. He'd been working for maybe a year or so in the ER. And he was already trying to figure out how to make yeah. money. And I said, how much... How much money are you make it like you, we, we all think oh you'll be, yeah. be an attorney yeah. and your life is set but guess what it's not it's not dude, the, doctor.
1: the doctor that i knew about was about to retire and you know what his retirement plan was a pyramid scheme <laughs> <laughs> no joke like like zero education total pyramid scheme right and the idea was that they're going to sell health supplements and they would believe them more because they were doctors Jeez. right but i mean anybody could sell this It was over i mean dude I, i'm telling you right now just do what we tell you to do, right? If you're just stuck and you feel like you don't have the answers, it's it, it, no matter what choice you make, it's not going to make a difference. That's a lie. If you don't know what you want to do and you're scared of what you should do if you stop doing the same thing, find a rich person. I mean, find them and just get the courage to walk up to that guy that's getting out of his Lamborghini or his sports car or whatever car you think is awesome that you never thought you could afford and just say, hey, please tell me what I need to do. And he, that guy... I promise, we'll tell you. He'll tell you. Oh yeah, he'll tell you. He's been waiting to tell someone his whole entire life. I'm telling you, it's not. They learn how to make money. After they make money, they just want to tell people because they're surprised. It's like the one guy that has a cure to COVID. You don't think that he'd be walking around telling everybody? Mm-hmm. It's like, listen, I, I cured COVID, and it's and nobody asks him. And he wants to, and he shows everybody. He gets a rap that says, I could cure COVID. Come talk to me, and nobody comes talk. So remember, you can make proactive changes. You talked about variable change. If you're doing things right and you turn out, hey, uh, you know what, it's time to account for different things in my life. Make the accounting, and and you're, and you're if you're wondering if this is gonna happen overnight, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's gonna take 10,000 hours. The guy that came up with the 10,000 hours, you know what he applied it to? No idea. Golf. He became a semi-professional golfer mm-hmm. simply by applying the 10,000 hours. That's what he picked. It literally worked. Semi-professional.
2: That's impressive.
1: I know that seems like that's not awesome. A semi-professional golfer retired is pretty awesome, oh, yeah. right? This guy was on the older side. You've got you've got the material that you need. It's just, it just about you starting to believe it. This is not fiction, this is fact. Yeah, yeah and,
2: and we're not saying don't go to college. Maybe we are. What That's we're good saying, for some Somebody saying, hey, needs work to work, work for job. us. But what we're saying <laughs> is you need to do the probability calculation. And so, if you're going to go to college, if you don't do the probability calculation of, of is this going to result in my success, you're wasting your time, run, stop, get out now. Because the worst thing you can do is go through medical school, go through law school, and then realize... Oops. Right. Yeah, I didn't did. calculate. That's I mean, a hard oops. I didn't calculate for this because it's, it's a senior It's so hard that they won't even turn around because they're too deep. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I, I was having a conversation with someone last night, right, because I've got somebody that works for me that wants to go to law school. And I say, hey, go ahead. Keep doing it. He, he's killing it. He puts in lots of hours. He's going to be successful. Guess what, guys? He, he, he'll listen to this podcast because he wants to be successful, but he's not going to go to law school. He's going to finish school and realize at that point he's going to account for the variable change. Look at what an attorney's life looks like. Look what all the rich people around him's life looks like. And he's going to say, I'm not going to law school. Mm-hmm. But I was having a conversation with somebody yesterday and, and kind of explaining that. And that person said, well, don't tell him not to go to law school. And I said, okay. But in, inwardly, I was thinking, absolutely, I'm going right. to tell him not to go to law school, right? I, wouldn't have told, I would have told him to go to law school three years ago. But now, once I'm accounting for variable change and realize... And lived it. ...don't go to law school, I would not recommend you go to law mm-hmm. school one bit.
1: I have I have something hard to say. Oh. It's going to hurt some feelings. Whose feelings? Probably everybody's. Okay.
2: Or at least somebody
1: in the person's life. The people that tell you that you need to go to school without giving you... Uh, Without explaining why you're going to be the richest person, why you're going to be the most successful, you know the dream everybody had when they're eighteen. Did anybody like when they graduated from high school didn't think they were going to be rich?
2: Oh yeah. <laughs>
1: I I'll be honest with you, I was pretty sure I was going to be rich. Mm-hmm. I was I was totally convinced. Anybody telling you that you have to go to school, you have to become something, and then that's the way you're going to get to rich, they 100% know you're not going to be rich. They know. They know. And they just don't believe in you. That's very true. They They need you to go somewhere that increases your probability of success of not reaching your dreams. But at least gives you the probability of success to have a normal life. They're scared you can't even be normal without paying $50,000 for an education that you can't use. That's how scared they are. They say, I would rather you be in debt and learn something. Dude, I ask people what they want to do, what their specialty is in school, because you say something to me about school, we're going to talk about school. They don't even know. They said, I'll find out at school. I'm like, you're so scared to make decisions that you gave up all of your decision-making at 18. You went where you're supposed to do. You ate where you're supposed to. You went to school that would let you in. You took the courses that they say you have to take. And you got to pick between these um, businesses nowhere ever is that an actual normal thing mm-hmm. that that sounds that sounds very imprisonment right but they they're just cuz they're scared
0: they're scared
1: they know you're scared and so since they don't know what to do what's the easy option
0: go to school do their just
1: just go to school you know what just you know what it's a scary world out there and you're special but you're average i think you should just go to school and they won't like this that's not popular that's the first thing i say oh they have no other idea besides that because that's probably what they did you think that you think this person is rich as crap right and say that the only reason why rich people send their kids to school why do they send their rich people to school because they can i don't know i i don't know it's because they just want them to have the college experience mm-hmm. that's all they want that's all they want. They just want them to have those, the college experience. And those
0: people saying that aren't rich.
1: Oh, trust me, they've already got everything lined up afterwards. I mean, it it is and that's not you. I, I hate I hate to be the bear bad news. They they just they just have no other option mm-hmm. for you. So just because everybody around you doesn't know what you're supposed to do and doesn't believe in you, doesn't mean you have to and we do. It is a hundred percent your choice, and I've watched guys do it way dumber and way earlier than you. I
2: promise you, you just have to learn the formula. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Life is all about formulas. It's all about probability. You make your own luck. We we started this podcast talking about luck. There's no such thing as luck. Vegas, you go to Vegas, there's zero luck there. It's all about probability. The same thing with your life. Apply the odds in Vegas and understanding how to win in Vegas to how to win in life. I'm
1: going to Vegas tomorrow, and I, I refuse to accept
2: that. <laughs> that's Make
1: the sure only you do thing. The math
0: before I you know I
1: talked about the house always wins, but that doesn't apply to me. Well, <laughs> right?
2: here's, so here's what everybody because that sounds very normal, right? Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you two quotes about luck. So one of them I like, and one I also like. This one says, luck always seems to be against the man who depends on it. So think about that for a second. So if you're oh, depending on one. trying to be, you know, I can't be successful unless I get lucky. Well, guess what? Luck's going to be against you, because luck actually doesn't exist. It's all about probability. And then here's this one from Thomas Jefferson, one of the founding fathers. He says, I'm a great believer in luck. So he believes that there's luck, but he says, and I find the harder I work, the more I have of it. And that's it. The probability, hard work adds to your probability of success. Understanding probability, understanding choices, all of that is going to add to your, your success, the ability that you have to be successful in your life. Apply what we talked about, don't go to school until you know the probability of getting what you want. But guess what? We I've I found out that it didn't lead to what I wanted. The nope. probability mm-hmm. um, is not is not. Yeah. I mean. just want to say
0: one last thing on it too, because when you guys first you know when you first brought this up in the meeting the other day, I mean I'm not a math guy by any means, you know. And it, but it's not about being good at math. It's just about you know because when it comes to like the decision making and probability, mm-hmm. it's stuff that we all probably do on a daily basis. But I think it's more about being able to you know take a step back and then understand what you're doing so like i'm not i'm not a math guy like i said i was i was good at math in school It just it didn't tickle my fancy but it's it's very important i think because i don't i don't want people to think that they're only going to be successful if they're really good at math but it's just but it's about being able to take a step back and and actually looking at those decisions that you make in your life. absolutely absolutely well guys it's been great i know some people got to head off to vegas and Defy
2: the probability odds. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And again,
1: the probability doesn't doesn't apply to me in Vegas. Yeah. right. That's the only exception, uh, right? It's at the bottom of the Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, obviously, that sounds very normal, right? <laughs> right. So no, it's been a pleasure, well, guys. The best of luck. If you have questions, you know what different things you like us to talk about. Feel free to reach out to Mike. I'm we'll going the right to start saying those. this
0: in the beginning to make sure everybody hears it, but if if you learn something from the podcast, which you will if you actually listen to it and apply the things that we say, then you know, tell a friend, spread the word. We grow this podcast like we grow our businesses, which is organically.
2: And we're not we're not asking for any money. We're not asking for you to donate. We don't have any not running ads. We're simply here because we're rich. Yes. And we want to tell everybody how and to do it's, and it it's because good. we got screwed. They told us there's a did. certain way to get rich I wasted and they a lot told me go to law school. Guess what? don't
0: go to law school no. or any school unless you understand Dude, if probability i had success, us when i was run if i had us when i was in in, in high school or grade school i'd be oh, yeah. so much farther along absolutely than than not so well, you know most of them think we're crazy that's okay
1: that's a bad okay. that age i don't mind they have that. to like learn that probability is not on their side but hey it's a pleasure if you guys need anything let us know we appreciate you listening and we I wish you the best of luck <laughs>
2: see ya thank you